Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. I'm Zach, and I am staying hydrated. Hey, my name is Ben, and I got Parker skunked. <laughs> so much energy. <laughs> it's like it's like you're like on QVC trying to sell people on getting skunked. It's a good life benefits, experience to have at least once. The benefits of getting skunked include people will keep distance from you. That is that is true. You also um, get to test your ability of, of the supplies you have in your house. Because getting rid of that, it requires a couple steps. It's like, do I have old clothes to get rid of? Do I have hydrogen peroxide? Do I have baking soda? So, like, what's... So, like, is the old tomato paste, tomato sauce thing... Is there any legitimacy to that? So apparently it doesn't really do anything. It just covers the smell really good. You really need, I mean, it's it's oily, so you need like Dawn to get the oil part off, and then you need the baking soda peroxide to get the smell off. And actually it worked pretty well. I mean, he was covered, um, and within like two or three baths outside with just that, it actually did a pretty good job. So... That's good. At least it wasn't as you know as bad as it could have been. Also, I learned if you're trying to get an ambient smell out of your house, if you boil vinegar, it kills it immediately. Oh, that's a good one. That's also the way to clean a coffee pot and not realize how bad it's gonna smell. It'll clean that fucker out, like the whole inner workings and everything, but like hot vinegar, man. Whoa. No, no, because room temperature vinegar is already kind of like pungent, but then make it hot and goddammit. Well, welcome back to your favorite coaster, Sucks, the podcast where you can learn about how to, uh, Eliminate or add odors to your dwelling. We might need to keep the uh, baking soda peroxide combination on hand for the cabin weekend. I mean, there might be some stuff out in the woods. I'm talking about just from us. I'm talking about the stench just from the, the people that are staying in there. Well, yeah, that possible but are you insulting our listener base or was that just a jab at goliath ayo <laughs> oh boy uh speaking of which i don't know if you read the discord i don't really want to announce it yet because i think there's some fun in the mystery but uh we have a very fun uh thing planned and ben you have to go read in the private discord for just us hosts of the cabin about what we've got planned. Don't mention it on air. I heard something about a fisting demonstration. I said don't mention it on air. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, 
fucking getting the plug in again because I mean cabin's closed off at this time. Sorry. Um we got the arrangements already in order for that. However, the meetup and all the other stuff is open to everybody. You do not have to be staying at the cabin to come hang with us. You don't have to be staying at the cabin to come hang at the cabin. Get yourself a hotel in the Pigeon Forge, Seaverville uh, area. Fucking, um, what's the third one? Gallenberg. There you go. Boom. Get get a hotel in that area. Come hang with us. We'll be at Dollywood. We'll be hitting up some of the other attractions in the area. We're going to be there for a whole weekend. It's going to be a fucking blast, yo. Um, Slater and Goliath from RTO, our buddies, they are putting together quite an impressive menu of food that they're going to be preparing. Um, I mean, I know we're going to bring some drinks and uh, aside from all the rides and attractions that we'll be doing, uh, we'll also be entertaining you guys with live podcast. Fucking I'm doing a DJ set. You know, we're doing, we're, we're pulling out all the stops for a good fucking time. Oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And um, you know, it's fun, funny, not funny. Uh, I hate, I hate prefacing anything by saying that. Like, what's, you know, what's funny? Cause like, whenever somebody says that, myself included, the shit's never fucking funny. Mm hmm. Like, you know, what's funny about that is, uh, Todd was there. Is that fucking funny? <laughs> Whoa. Dude, Todd was there. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, is that really fucking funny, Todd? Okay, great. But, um, I actually saw our buddies. Slater and Goliath at Adventureland this past weekend. Oh, that's right. Which a holy shit, that park is awesome, but also it's super weird. Yeah, no, totally. It's great. Like you walk in and immediately you're like, wow, they are trying so hard to make this legally distinguishable from Disneyland. I was joking with Slater and Goliath and Rianne that uh, the the main the main midway there, I think they probably call it like Center Road America. That's fitting. Yeah, I mean, but the park itself is fucking cool. Uh, we is got everything VR- open. Yeah. Um, What's it called? The spinning coaster went down for a little bit as well as uh Dragon Slayer, but they also they came back up, so we got the credits. Also got to meet and hang out with a couple other friends of the show, Coaster Bro from Coaster Cuzzies. <clears throat> Shouts to him. Great to meet him in person. Uh got to see Drew the intern. Always good to see him. Uh got to meet Hyde from In the Loop. Good dude, uh friend of the show. And of course, got to catch up with Legend from In the Loop. Always good to see him. Um, as well as got to meet with our friends from Patreon, um, Jared and Coasterferg. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was dope. It was a it was a really good time. We got morning ERT on Monster, which was awesome. Yeah, that's such a good ride. 
it's not like any of the other Eurofighters. I mean, it's not a Eurofighter, but you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. Like the only thing I didn't like about it is that like the drop was the only part with actual airtime. Cause like it didn't go over the hills fast enough to like really get like a pop of airtime. That ride is really just like, it's, it's all hang time. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's super yeah, like smooth. The, see, I guess I remember. Yeah. It's not like bunny hill airtime. I, I do remember there being airtime in the banking, like the, the heart line and the bank turn, like the banking was in the, or the transitions were so abrupt that you kind of like got pulled out of your seat as the car was, you know, kind of diving. Okay. I mean, I was on the left seat, so maybe it's different depending on what side you're on. And also we rode like it was morning ERT and we got literally like second dispatch of the day. Yeah. So Did you only ride it once. Yeah. I only got to ride it once. <clears throat> you know, fucking roller coasters hit differently for me now. So I'm like, all right, well, I feel good still, uh, but I don't really feel like another ride is going to have that continue. So I'm going to go with the one, you know, um, got on everything there. Fucking highlights outlaw was really good. Yeah, Didn't that's really- an interesting ride. It's uh isn't that technically a prototype GCI? I think so. Like it's technically one. Yeah, I mean it was good. Two, three good pops of airtime. Got to go back and front. Love the buzz bars. Um let me think what else we did. Ended up spending pretty much the whole day with uh, Slater and Goliath. We did a lot of planning for the meetup, of course. Um, see, in the loop, dudes, you know, free RT, a big part of their meetup is is beer. So they had two kegs of beer during lunch. I had five, which is probably a little too much. Um, but I was good. I was fine. I was cool. Ended up getting the rest of the credits. Tornado, I did not care for, but I ended, we rode in a wheel seat. So maybe, you know, whenever I make it back there, I'll try it in a non wheel seat. I rode it in the front row and the back row. And I really liked the, well, it was, it was good in the back row. With the buzz bars. Yeah, the buzz bars were great. That wasn't the problem. It was like, it just really, really rough in all of the transitions to banking, which all happened to be like at the bottoms of the hills. So it's like when you're getting the most G's and you're going the fastest is when you get like fucking these shit transitions. Sure. Yeah. So I think, you know, yeah, I mean, Goliath was in front of us in row two and he said he, he liked it. It was good. So I think probably, yeah, the, the wheel seats (laughs) make a big difference, 
But uh, after after the ride I had, I didn't really want to try it again. You know, uh, Dragon Slayer was cool. The short, the short one, the short uh, free spins are pretty interesting. Yeah, what's funny though is that when I ride them, I don't really notice a difference. <laughs> like I almost forget that there's a difference between the long ones and the short ones. I actually felt like obviously every single ride on every single one of those is different every time. Yeah. But in this case, um, we didn't, we got one full flip, but we spent probably a good two to three full seconds upside down. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it like definitely made for a very, very like wild ride. So I think maybe the shorter ones actually are a bit more wild in the spin. Although it's possible that that's just Adventureland's preference or I don't know how well they keep the trains oiled or ah, who knows, you know? Yeah. Maybe the lack of the bunny hill. Like, <clears throat> on average has you in a different position when you go down the half loop or something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure how the physics would break down. Cause I think it's probably pretty hard to predict those rides anyway. And I feel like even if you rode a full length one and a, a mini one, like five times each and kind of like recorded the, you know, results you'd end up with, data that was fucking inconclusive, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause I, I feel like every time I've ridden one, I get the exact same ride experience where it's, I feel like I don't, I've never really gotten a ride of a lot of flips, but I've also ridden each one I've ridden. I've only ridden once. Yeah. I mean, I don't dislike them like some people do. But I don't find that, like, I want to ride them more than one time. Like, if a park has one, I'm like, cool, those are fun. You know, I'm always, I, I always try to strategize, too. Like, okay, we'll go there first, because the capacity on that is shit. <laughs> um, let's see, the spinning coaster there was fucking glass smooth. Oh, Hardly oh, any spin right, yeah. on it, though. Yeah. And then, um, let me think there's some, okay. So the train at that park is probably one of the most interesting and weird trains at any park ever. What's that one? Like I've never been in a, I didn't ride it. So pretty much it, uh, <laughs> it goes like, you know, it's just like Disneyland there. So like you go under the train tracks to get to <laughs> fucking center road. Um, it goes one way down a path or down the tracks behind all the rides. And then it goes over a bridge and turns around and then comes back, goes back through the station. The other way blows past the station, does a turnaround in a tunnel, which this is the squeakiest fucking train ever. So it's the loudest fucking tunnel. 
like we were all literally plugging our ears. It was so fucking loud. And then it gets back to the station. Okay. So it doesn't do the full loop around the park. It's kind of an L shape. Yeah, right. Okay. And it's not a full size one either. It's like one of the it's like one of those ones where the benches can accommodate like two adults. Sure, yeah, yeah. So it's just interesting, you know, you cram onto this tiny train and it's super loud and it doesn't even go the whole way around the park. <laughs> Did you by chance go to a truck stop that was across the street from the park yeah dude there's like Like a a flying j right there yeah so i actually i ended up stopping there i didn't even go to the park but i ended up stopping there last time and i didn't learn my lesson from the first time i was there last year but like it's under construction and the two times and the few times i was there like I've had to wait forever for the pumps. There's only like four pumps. Yeah. It's like the weirdest, like off highway gas station ever because it's only one row of pumps. So the, yeah, there's only like six total pumps. Yeah. And then a really fucked up intersection to get out of there. Yeah. Cause like that street goes around. Cause like we stayed at a hotel that's like the opposite direction out of the flying J from the park. Mm-hmm. Like if you made a right out of the flying J instead of making a left towards the park. Right. Yeah. We stayed down that way. There was a hotel that was only like a mile away from the actual park, which worked out nicely, especially considering the hefty amount of drinking that in the loop was doing. Okay. Actually funny thing though, is that we, um, we like left the park to go like get our shit to the hotel and whatever. And then we met back up with uh, Slater and Goliath and we were, you know, there's like a casino right next to Adventureland. Yeah. Right. We're like fucking cool. Adventureland closes at nine. Let's go check out the casino, you know? So it's like, all right, we go to meet them at Adventureland to close out the park. And it's like, Hey, yeah. Like let drew or whoever know, that we're going to go to the casino. And I guess they all met up at the, um, like all the in loop guys met up at the campground to do like a cookout and stuff. And so Slater texts drew, it's like eight 45 and, and Drew's like, I'm naked and passed out and drunk. And like immediately right then no shaded in the loop. Love the event. You guys are all great. But I was like, okay, rule for our meetup. No getting shit faced like when the sun is up. <laughs> Unless you can handle it. I mean, yeah, I just don't want anybody fucking passing out at 845. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Not a hard fast rule. If someone says, hey, let's all do shots before we leave, then let's all do fucking shots. But like, I'm just saying, I'm not trying to get like, fucked up yeah especially you consider last time i was at dollywood i i uh i made a fool of myself getting i got way too drunk in the parking lot and there was no from the cinnamon bread homeboy what was that 
I said, you got fucked up from the cinnamon bread, homeboy. <laughs> no, they gave us the shitty cinnamon bread. It wasn't the same thing. It was like cinnamon bread without all the icing. And it was non-cooked cinnamon bread without the icing. So it was, I don't know what the fuck was going on. And they gave it to everybody to take home. And it wasn't the real thing. It's like, it's like, actually, that was a sourdough starter. <laughs> but no, yeah. Uh, so I don't want us getting all fucked up. And and extra mega important is like, you know, it's all mountains around there. I don't know. I don't want us like having a drive anywhere near a mountain. Anybody, if they're fucked up. You actually drive better in the mountains when you're fucked up. It's kind of the rule. Hey, yo. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, don't ever do anything we talk about on this show. Anyway. <laughs> Everything said is for satire purposes. He's a good man. All right. Uh, Jesus. I meant Jesus. I'm sorry. Um, I had other shit. We got other shit to talk about. I prepared a rundown. I'm a fucking yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it. podcast person. Uh, you want to get into the news? So, uh... Shooting at her home park of Sifgam in the parking lot. Yeah, dude. Um, fucking horrible. Just, just horrible. No jokes. No wise ass comments. This is just, just fucking horrible. I'm glad that nobody died, and as far as I could tell, nobody was seriously injured. But that doesn't negate how fucking horrifyingly awful this really truly is. I wonder if it was a case of the Kia kids. Huh? So there's this thing like the Kia kids. It's basically teens that are stealing Kias and driving around flashing guns at people and stuff. Interesting. Haven't heard of that. That's fucking scary. Actually, we we encountered one here like a few weeks ago. So there, so we were on Lime Scooters downtown. We're we're going from South Broadway up to Rhino, and we were crossing 16th Street, and suddenly this like this like car full of like six kids. They like pull up next to us. They're probably like 15, 16. I don't know. They definitely weren't eighteen, and. They were like talking shit, you know, of course, like the typical, like, Hey faggots, blah, blah, blah. Like, yo, we're trying to drink you guys. What, what you are trying to get fucked up? Like, you know, just dumb kids. And then one of them in the backseat just like flashes a fucking gun. <laughs> and we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, and then they just like sped off and they were like swerving and shit. Like, we're just like, what the fuck? So. And that's why teenagers can't go to knots now. Yeah, I'm fuck. No, I was trying to, you know, bring it home with a joke, but um that's fucking scary, dude. That's scary as fuck. So I thought it was a local thing, but then actually I one of my friend uh we'll get you met him, the one I lived with, he his uh he had a family member actually die 
because he got involved with the with the Kia kids in another state. Oh God, dude, that's terrible. Yeah. Jesus. So that's fun in our society. Yeah, uh, no fucking fix in sight. So, uh, I'll tell you what, to at least try to give this some sort of fucking something. I'm just going to put a plea out there. Be kind. Just be kind to people. Be kind. Eat eat ass. That's... (laughs) That's the worst, you know, that's the worst way to wear a mask. (laughs) Um, so moving away from the horribly depressing. Oh, I'll say this real quick. I saw the, uh, Santa's village over in East Dundee, Illinois, uh, posted pretty much immediately after that shooting at Grand America saying that. A, coolers were no longer allowed in. B, everybody was going to have to go through metal detectors to get into their park. Which makes me wonder, how the fuck does that help prevent a shooting in the fucking parking lot? Right. I mean, I guess it's good to have the added security into the park, but I guess I, I don't most shootings happen in the parking lot. I, I like mean, I'm trying to, th- I'm trying to think of a park shooting that happened in the park. And I yeah, don't, that one that cleared out, or the one that caused all that panic at over Texas. What was that last year, or was that oh, earlier this year? That's right. Yeah, uh, that was in the parking lot because I think what happened was it's that area of the park that's like that parking lot area that's near Titan. So sure, like, yeah, the sound. It's pretty probably pretty easily heard in that area. Yeah, right. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, to me, I think uh, not to get ahead, but I read a story that somebody got busted with a handgun at, at fucking Disney World, though. Yeah, Florida. Well, yeah, that's true. And honestly, it's surprising that DeSantis hasn't made it a law that like everyone has to have a gun. I could see like a daily wire piece being like, um, you know, the guy was just trying to protect his family. They're trying to steal your, your second amendment rights. Woke Disney is trying to da- put your family in danger. Ridiculous. Totally. God damn it. The fuck is happening with the world. Ah, that's why you just got to eat ass. Just, yeah, I mean, but pretty soon they're going to politicize that shit. It's like, oh, just, you know, just take a step back and enjoy some roller coasters. And then I go look at the news and fucking shooting in the parking lot of my home park. God damn it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, It's just it's not about the rides. It's just that this is so tiring. Not the enthusiast shit, just yes. <laughs> I think you know what I'm getting at. Anyway, moving on, because god damn it, I want to get off of this. Uh, 
two entire areas of Six Flags America have been closed for the season. <laughs> which, which ones are they? Is it like half the rides? Um, yeah, there's like 11 rides total closed between the two areas. Oh, shit. Yeah, I know. I feel like there's a lot to get into on this Six Flags <clears throat> decline. Um, yeah, there's some shit going down over there. I don't know what's going on. I feel like it's I almost need to like, go to Great America, although I'll this have is to almost as, best. Yeah, this is almost as bad as when... Uh, like, who do you think was... Like, I'm trying to think of bad CEOs. That Kieran Shapiro Burke. guy... Kieran Burke. Which era was that? Uh, fucking put five coasters in Ohio in one year. Oh, okay. So that was, so that was the same guy who put in like V two and Deja Vu. Yeah, the one that all the coaster people love in hindsight, but at the time, I remember all the coaster people going. All the operations are so shitty, and the employees fucking suck, and Six Flags is blah, 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 Because yeah. now all the complaints are like, well, right now, it's, it's you know, I don't know what the fuck is going on with Six Flags. I've been hearing a lot of, like, just, it's coming up a lot. Like, so I have no fucking clue. That's how prepared I am to be podcasting about it. But, um... <laughs> The consensus has recently been the place is cheap and you get what you pay for. Yeah. And you wait an hour in line for food. Right. Yeah. Which is like you paid negative six dollars to be here. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, seriously, I don't understand how that part, how any of those parks were turning a profit when they were like, hey, for 38 cents a month, you can eat all the food. That's, um, I mean, that's like everything fucking, ugh, excuse me, God. Um, that's what Vail Resorts are doing. They're making their season passes super cheap. So like the Epic Pass is now, they had a deal where it was only six fifty, when normally it's like seven ninety nine, Um, and now you have like twice as many resorts on it. Because they're just trying to get as many people onto the slopes as possible. So everyone fucking hates it. Is it working? I mean, yeah. Every every resort is fucking slammed. And every asshole in Denver has a pass. So they go up every weekend, which means the traffic really sucks. The parking fucking sucks. Lift lines are like 45 minutes. So. Jesus. And not to like not to gatekeep on skiing, but there's oh, obvi- oh here it comes. <laughs> so there's there's like you know there's like skiers, and then there are the GP. Instagram- then there's well there's like Instagram skiers. You know what I mean? So it's like people who they don't take the time to invest into the hobby. They kind of just like buy a used pair of skis and buy a pass and they just like to go to the slopes. They like to go, but they're not like trying to get better. They're not. It's like, here's the thing. If you've never been skiing, you should at least like take a lesson. Because then what happens is if you don't take a lesson, you don't learn. You end up just sort of like sucking and not get better. And then you're just like on the slope kind of in the way. And then there's people that'll be like you know, taking pictures and stuff in the middle of the fucking runs and 
standing at the top of the lift in the way. So, and then there's obviously like the kind of broy people that just get super drunk. I mean, it kind of sounds like you're describing like theme parks. I mean, yeah, it's, I think, yeah, whatever, whatever economic phase we're in with this like cheap, cheap debt phase where the idea is to expand the infrastructure as much as possible and to like make season like it's, it's not, it's no longer about the day pass, right. Or like the day admission. It's about just get as many fucking bodies into the place as possible and make money on like food and drink and stuff. And so it seems to be working, but everybody's also miserable. So the people who would be, content going once a year are now going like five, 10 times a year. I mean, that's kind of been the way with like theme parks too. So yeah, well, yeah, I just mean in general, like any kind of like recreational activities kind of becoming like that. It all goes back to the goddamn gold pass. (laughs) Everything was good until that goddamn gold pass. Um, (laughs) Speaking of Cedar Fair, they're fucking up Montezuma's Revenge. Yeah, I saw that. So, R.I.P. No longer- one more Schwarzkopf gone. That sucks. So, what's the deal? Is it going to suck now, or is it going to be better? Because I'm going to be salty either way. <laughs> I think it's going to have like a like a weaker LSM launch, and. The trains are going to be awful. Well, here's here's the thing. Are they maybe going to be able to accommodate people that have longer legs finally? Because, like, if they can, then, like, I know at least my fucking brother-in-law will be able to ride that fucking ride finally. How tall is your brother-in-law? Shit, he's, he's probably, like, a little taller than you, I think, if I remember correctly, when from the wedding. I don't, th- I don't remember him being taller than me, though. I thought if we were he's pretty, not... We're pretty close. Like I think he's got, like, super long legs, though. Like, you got, like, a longer torso. I think he's got... He carries more of his height in his legs. Because he said that even if he crosses his legs, he can't fit on Monty as is. So... I, like, while they're fucking up the ride, I hope they at least make it so Jamie can get on there. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna fuck it up anyway, at least hook up my brother-in-law. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I I can't say I'm excited. Yeah, I mean the train. Yeah, I don't know. I mean it's. I guess like it's that whole thing about like, well, I guess it's still open, but. So all right, we're gonna have to start the fucking debate. New credit. It's well, it is a new experience, but that's not really what I, 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 that's not what I'm judging on. No, we all know the rules. It's only if they change the name, it's a new credit. Right. Right. Or if it goes backwards or something. Yeah. I mean, that is the dumbest fucking thing. I still like the Mantis Rigoru. Oh God. Yeah. Fucking counted as two if you insist, but know that you're wrong. So when when Dragster was top thrill Cupster, was that a new credit? Obviously, 
Yo, Dragster's probably going to be a new credit anyway. Yeah, actually, that's true. All right. So here's the deal. Still no clue. I still say it's probably like a 50-50 shot that they're going to reopen it versus fucking close that bitch out forever. I think they don't even know what they're going to do. Like, I actually kind of believe that they don't even, like, you know what I mean? Like, they're unsure. Yeah, and, like, people are like, oh, my God, like, they turn the lights on. It's like, well, yeah, they probably want to make sure they still work. I think people were making, were, were just, like, really reading into shit that probably doesn't add up to anything. Like, yeah. okay, if they start, if you see a fucking paint team roll up to Dragster, different story. That's fucking confirmation that shit's opening, you know? Or I guess moving trains to the ride. Which is like, that That doesn't mean anything. Like, same thing with the lights. They could just want to confirm that the shit still works. Not necessarily to open it. They could be ready to make a fucking big deal with Six Flags Great Adventure. Oh yeah, that's which, true. Which absolutely, without a doubt, is where all of Dragster's shit would be going. Yeah, that's true. And you know what? I was going to say, I don't mean to say this to piss you off, Ohio, but be pissed off, Ohio. It's fine. (laughs) But no, for real, I don't. How do you think that one person is doing who said they were like married to dragster i don't know if they got married but i'm sure they're i don't know how to answer that (laughs) (laughs) i'm really kind of at a loss (laughs) cut to that one clip where it's like "Mm, you smell good (laughs) with the face full of grease oh boy yeah Tell you who had a thousand and one knots of fun. That's, um, anyway. (laughs) Oh, so, uh, holy shit. Chessington worlds of adventure announced a a family wing B and M coaster. That's going to be themed to Jumanji. I think they're going to hold Jumanji area. Looks cool. I don't know if that movie is topical at the moment, but you know, looks cool. Is this the what Jumanji is- with the pro wrestler, or is this the Jumanji where 30 years later the guy kills himself? I want to know, though, what's up with like European parks theming shit to movies that are like not even that relevant? Is it just like is this just like the weird mismatch between the US and European culture? Well, like maybe that movie was a big fucking hit in the UK. Yeah, maybe. That's what I'm curious about. But it's also a little late, too. And that's the scene, like, at every time they open yep. like, a ride like that, it's always, like, years later. It doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, that's, that's always the case, though. Like, some shit is, like, like, Universal building Super Nintendo World. It's, like, yeah, Super Nintendo. That's, like, only fucking 40 years old at this point. So, you know, timely. Not saying it doesn't look awesome. Okay. It looks fucking amazing. 
I'm just saying, okay, Super Nintendo was the 80s. And 64 was the 90s. That was a good time. They could have done it then. Wii was pretty fucking popular in the early 2000s. That had been a fine time. Yeah. You know, they, they, there were several opportunities where Nintendo was just getting bigger and bigger. Um, I think Harry Potter, maybe. They couldn't have moved quicker on that one because I don't think J.K. Rowling would have let that happen. So I'm trying to think back to the 90s Six Flags uh, shit. Was Bat- What Batman movie was the Batman original Batman the Ride actually supposed to be tied with? Was it? 89, it- Michael Keaton. So not the Tim Burton one? Yeah, Tim Burton. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah okay. That makes sense. Got Yeah. Although I think at this point, that's like just trivia. Because like, really, if you think about it, like that movie came out the year I was born. So it was before you were born. Meaning that there's whole generations of kids that probably don't even know that movie exists, let alone that's what the theming of that ride technically is. That that was a great... I So... As far as like fun Six Flags conversations, I think that attraction was probably the best thing that the part that that chain has ever done in their history. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, and as and as far as like also like the timing of B and M, it was like the perfect timing and sweet spot of like new innovation, movie theme, like a successful ride. Also, the park it was built at. Etc. Etc. Yeah, I mean, fucking the work that Jim Winthrop did for Great America in the late eighties up through the mid nineties is like obviously Batman the Ride is a legacy of its own within Six Flags and even beyond, but also the fact that. You know, he championed getting the first B&M in Iron Wolf. Um, and I believe he was also um, on the team that helped bring Viper to life. That follows. So, I mean, hit after hit coaster wise. Sure. Space Shuttle America. It happened. But. <laughs> I love that ride. I thought that would see, I guess I remember that ride being popular, but then again, only because I remember waiting in line for it and it, it, it taking like 45 minutes. Like it was a huge queue line and the whole fun of waiting in line was like seeing all the change and shit that would like fall out of people's pockets. Cause you would, it would it'd just like rain change all over the queue line. And everyone would like duck and shit. It's like, oh no, it's like ding, 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 ding. It's like bouncing pennies and shit. I remember, and I kind of missed the queue line for that ride. Yeah. Because the queue had the theming, like the office. Like for a Six Flags attraction that never got cloned, that was actually super well themed. 
Oh wait, the film itself was. I thought you were like, talking about Power Dive. No, I was dude. Space Shuttle, Space Shuttle Power America. Dive. Yeah, That's Power right. Dive. Yeah, no, uh, shuttle was fucking you know motion simulator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember when that ride. I I wrote it when it was brand new. I kind of like hated it because I thought. Yeah, it was, I mean, as a kid, it was super rough. I felt like. It was. It was a very jerky motion simulator. It's like it really probably like one of those like tertiary tier manufacturers on the IAPA floor, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it's like, well, it does the same thing, but this one's $30,000 cheaper. So, <laughs> <laughs> but and yeah, the film was fucking cheesy. Yeah, it had weird music too. Although, now that I'm thinking about it, I think that film was like pretty much all practical effects, which, God, I wish fucking screen rides nowadays had that. Yeah, because the practical, I guess that makes sense because it works for a simulator because you got to kind of think of the perspective of you want to look at a screen where it sort of feels like you're the only person, like you don't feel like you're in a huge room. Yeah. Yeah. I think if I'm not mistaken, they filmed that one using miniatures, you know, I think they basically did. They got contractors, however, you know, whoever did it, but I'm sure they used the exact same strategy that universal did for back to the future. Yeah, that makes sense. What was the other? There was three. There was I remember Spatial America, and then um, they had that Halloween one. Yeah, whatever Elvira's ride Elvira, or whatever. Yeah, it was an Elvira film. Um, I don't remember a different one. I could have sworn there was like I thought there was three. It was sometime. It would have been whenever between when Raging Bull and V two opened. It was a different film. I thought for maybe a year or two, it was like, a. I don't, I, I hey, want to say, I want to say Armageddon, but I don't think that was it. <laughs> all right. So, um, this is the opportunity where I'm going to directly talk to our friend, Nolan. <laughs> Cause I, I know he listens. Nolan, would you do us a favor, bud? Can you email us and fact check us on all of this <laughs> and uh, report back and let us know what the hell we're fucking up here? <laughs> Watch. He's going to email us. There was five films in there. <laughs> it's also probably on Wikipedia. It pr- it's probably on Sifgam world, but I'd like to, I would, I really would love to get a fact check from Nolan on our great America trivia. That would make me really happy. Um, well, that was made by Intamin. I wonder who did the film, though. Um, Iworks, maybe? Oh, no. Iworks was uh, Elvira. That makes sense. Yeah, obviously that Elvira one was licensed out. But it... Like... I wonder so, if the space shuttle one was unique. So there was um, 
motion simulator or spatial America, also spatial America, the next century. Okay. So wait, other movies. Oh, escape from dino Island. Oh, that's right. Stargate SG 3000. Oh yeah, dude. Stargate. That's right. And then also superstition. That was the Elvira one. Yeah. See, okay, that's what it would. So I remember seeing. Okay, I think I've seen all of these. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did too. Um, Because the Dino one was. I don't really. Like, I remember riding it, but I don't remember what the storyline was. I thought it was kind of like Jurassic Park where you. Like, it was like a scientific thing and you were in the vehicle driving around the park or something. Yeah, that sounds about right. It was just always funny to me because they never changed the Q dress at all. So it was always the same space office. Except, like, they would change the pre-show film, obviously, but, like... Yeah, you're still in the space shuttle. (laughs) Right, yeah. And, of course, the outside was a fucking space shuttle, so... Yeah. But, hey, whatever. Escape from Dino Island. Dude, um... Oh, well, dude, there's a full thing. Wow. On YouTube. Damn. Oh, this is totally a Six Flags thing. Oh, and they're wearing, like, it looks like they're wearing the Spatial America costumes. That makes sense. It's like a military thing. Okay, really bad CGI. Oh, my God, this is terrible. Oh, my God. This looks like a... This looks like a like a PlayStation One game. Like if you look at it now, it looks like the cheapest fucking three D thing I've ever like. Like, dude, meme kids can make better animation than this nowadays. Okay, so on a scale of like Sonic the Hedgehog to Blue Daba D Daba Die video. How bad? Um, I'm thinking like YouTube poop bad. Where it was someone who just downloaded Adobe, um, Adobe After Effects, and they're just like, like, have you ever seen the ones where people recreate cartoons? No. Hold on, I, I need to text you something really quick because hit me. Okay, there's a series called SpongeBob in a nutshell. So there's like this whole meme of people that are trying to recreate <laughs> fucking animations. And there's, yeah, Dora in a nutshell. <laughs> there's, hold on. Have to save them with customized cars. This is the dumbest thing ever, but it's like. Well, uh, yo. Oh my God. That's what Dino Island is like. But just watch this one. Yeah, this is compelling audio, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, so it's just really rudimentary animations. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, so, yo, fucking absolute nutty-ass story here. Couple was arrested at Cedar Point for having sex on the giant wheel. Everybody's having sex everywhere at that park. This This one doesn't surprise me. Where's the couple from? I just assumed Ohio. 
See, the thing about Cedar Point in the summer is like a lot of the, I would say like you ran into more people from like Michigan and Pennsylvania and Chicago than Ohio people sometimes. I have a feeling they were from like, I don't know. That's really funny though. It's kind of a good place to have sex. I mean, not if you're going to get arrested. (laughs) I mean, yeah, try to finish before you get back to the bottom of the loading area. What do you think really happened? Do you think they like took off all their clothes, started, realized they didn't have enough time. And then like, they're trying to like scramble and put their clothes back on before it was like going back to the bottom. And like, you know, the shirt was like halfway. It was like on backwards. And (laughs) that's possible. I figured like they just noticed the car was moving. Or maybe someone, or maybe someone phoned it in. Like they were on the other end of the wheel. So they call 911. Yeah, like, it could be. Someone's fucking on the wheel. I'm on it. Uh, yeah, yeah. They could be in the, the like the, the next seat like they boarded before. So like at the right angle, they're right above them looking in. <laughs> and it's like, oh my God. <laughs> Excuse me. Somebody's in car 43 fucking. <laughs> <laughs> god that's good for them i mean with the with the world the way it is right now like go good for you can't be that Yo, much I, of a ticket right I you fucking could, that immediately that doesn't make you a sex offender does it probably i'm sure it does because there's a bunch of children there yeah that's actually true I mean, this honestly, this made me think of, I, I want to say maybe five years ago, a couple got arrested in Vegas for having sex on the high roller. See, that one's at least a little classy. That's the kind of thing you do when you have the, and you're wearing the beard, uh, the Bud Light cup around your neck and you got the beads on and you're in like a maroon tank top or like a Hawaiian shirt if you're a boy or a what am I trying to say? You know what I mean? Did you just channel muscle daddy there for a second? Well, I wasn't trying to. He's a good man. Um, I personally don't think I would advocate for, um, you know, any actual sexual interaction on any kind of attraction. Yeah. Do it when the park is closed. Yeah, you know, you know where you're not going to get busted? In the parking lot. Unless it's very obvious. Well, yeah, if you're being super obvious about it, then yeah, but fucking hotel room? I don't know. Adjacent Um, parking lot? Yeah. See, be classy. Get a hotel that overlooks the park. Like, remember that one I had at that Hampton Inn? Oh, dude, that shit was dope. Only drawback there was you couldn't go on the porch. Oh, th- yeah, that was such bullshit. I was super excited, too. I was like, oh, man, we could, like, record out here looking at the park and shit. And then, like, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it was probably, like, all right, too many dr- teenagers getting drunk and flicking cigarette butts off of the things. 
Yep. I almost guarantee that's what it was. Oh, totally. Um, fucking that. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a good move. Get a hotel room as close to the park as possible. And if it if you can get a park view, then all the better. So watch out for that one guy in the sky truck tower with binoculars. <laughs> That's only during Fright Fest. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Skytrek has not been open since COVID. BT dubs. I guess it's not surprising. No. But, like, I don't know if it's ever going to reopen. N- Nolan? <laughs> if, only he we- if only we could do an episode with him and just, like... Oh, dude, I would love that, but I don't think there's any way he would agree to be on a podcast. I think what we, that would have to be like if all three of us were in the same room in the moment kind of thing. Well, for one, I know he will be there in November. He is staying at the cabin with us. Okay. So he will at least be in the audience for the live recording. So perhaps we can get him involved in that way. Maybe, maybe that'll open the door, but you know, you know, honestly, Nolan, if you wanted to record yourself talking and just send it to us, you can do, you can edit it however you want. That's fine. We'll put that on. He needs to be heard, though, for sure. No, that's when we just got to do it all in the same time, in the same room, not even a podcast. We all need to just go to a Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, yeah, yeah. Like, all three of us need to go to Great America and then go to the Denny's. And we just try to record that. Yeah. Um, What's up? What's up? What the fuck is up, Denny's? Dude, I need to be, like, throw a show in a fucking restaurant. (laughs) It's got to be a Denny's. Like, that, that is iconic. Ugh, I can't believe I just used that word. But yes. I, I would honestly prefer to go for something like Denny's, but off kilter, like um, Steak and Shake. Well, the the only problem with Steak and Shake is that the, all of their chairs, aren't there all their tables like fixed to the floor? Oh, yeah, that's right. They like the booths are built into because they all have that same crappy design. Yeah. If you ever eat at a Steak and Shake, tip your server well. Um, cause I'll tell you, good God, man, Thursday, 3 a.m., steak and shake. The only customers are like fat, unfunny, teenage Cheech and Chong. Anyway, uh, so here's something. Bush Gardens is building a screaming swing. That's cool. Tampa. That's cool. They need, we need more of them in general. Yeah. I think that's a, God damn it. I think it's a good addition to that park. Fuck you. (laughs) But I mean, it totally is, but I actually do mean that because I think that park needs to, well, a, for how big that park is, I think there's a lot of like, kind of gaps that can be filled in. Mm-hmm. 
So adding more attractions helps. Blessed seems to be like, I actually, I don't know how reliable those are. They seem pretty reliable, right? I don't know. I mean, I think they're probably pretty reliable now at this point. It's just been around for years with the same design, really. I like those rides. They're good. I've been on two of them. I think the one at uh, Glenwood's pretty fucking great. Yeah, Scream and Swing. Uh, Muldoon, keep us up to date. So, um, got the return, not the return, but I do, I, I was able to, um, work a little podcast magic so that we could, uh, do the Disney Minute. Oh, shit. Properly. So, uh, are you ready? Let me scroll a little bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, all good. All right. Let's fucking go. The Disney Minute. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. We're going to go get our tickets and head to Disneyland. We're back at the happiest place on Earth. Disneyland. Welcome, everyone. I'm here Good today afternoon. at Disneyland. Today we are going to talk about things we wish we'd known before we went to Disney World. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Thank you. Disney is planning on making a film about Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Possible redevelopment of Tom Sawyer Island is rumored from Magic Kingdom. Three popular tours will return to Epcot in October. Guardians of the Galaxy Project Rewind. Oh, well. Disney Minute. Apparently, I way overestimated how much we could get in. <laughs> there's also uh, a lower, there's not as much emphasis to talk fast. No. Well, because the last couple times we've done it, the f- fucking recording was all slow and it was it was humorous, but that bit had kind of run its course, I think. So it's time to bring back the uh, the OG original. The future just seems to be like a double speed one. Yeah, right. And then it'll just be like Disney did. All right. Oh, um. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, whatever that fucking like banjo shit, it, ukulele shit. Deep bitty, diddy, deep bitty, bitty. <laughs> it's Disney food blog. Do, 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 do. P.O., honestly, for real, I love that channel. <laughs> fucking. Uh, I'm really excited for D23. Sounds really like a porn convention. I mean, D, D, <laughs> destination D. D. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to D. Like you can't just use. It's kind of met funny. Maybe hey, maybe maybe Disney is grooming kids. D. Whoa. Get the D. <laughs> no, we all know it's Nickelodeon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those videos, like those things are pretty, like whenever I watched, um, 
there was one about like the iCarly thing. And then that one where they were talking about like the game show shit in the nineties and how the camera crew, I guess was like just doing drugs all the time and stuff. Good God. Yo, with all these like vice series where it's like the dark side of whatever, I cannot fucking wait until they do the dark side of Nickelodeon. Oh, I mean, you just gotta, yeah, 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 for sure. But also like you could just search it now and there's tons of shit. All that's like, oh, oh yeah, what? no, no, it's all out there. I'm just saying, I want, I want a Vice documentary that details it. You know, fucking the guy who created Ren and Stimpy was a fucking creeper too. Yeah, uh, allegedly. Um, but you know, that they had a, a new one now. Those Vice series, man, the dark side of comedy. They had the first episode about Chris Farley. That shit was fucking crazy, man. See, my only gripe on Vice, though, is that it's just become too corporate. I don't know. It's owned by it's owned by Disney. They need a I want to I need to find like a new Whatever the vice of today is. Like, but that doesn't really change their coverage. Like, of course they won't do stories about. No, their documentaries are. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, I see the value in their documentaries. I'm just saying in general, like it was such a cool pl- like thing. And now it's just Disney. <laughs> I mean, Disney owns fucking everything. Yeah, I know. That's why I like. I think that's why entertainment's going to such shit. It's what you know. What's funny is like I I think I think internet and social media has completely killed the entertainment industry. But the entertainment industry is like they're grasping at straws. So Disney's you know Disney's changing and trying to like acquire as much as possible, kind of thing. While they can, dude. So the fucking dude. The fucking weekend is playing at the Broncos Stadium. Is that the sound? Can you hear that? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. I was surprised it's getting picked up. It's like pretty faint in the background. It came through pretty clear for like one sec. Yeah. But it sounded like somebody was driving by your house, like with their stereo blasting out their car. No, it's just the fucking weekend. It should not be okay for that guy to play a show fucking sunday through thursday <laughs> i'm uh, that's all i'm saying <laughs> weekend's not even that good like I mean, we were just having a conversation about this today or me and my me and my buddy roommate about like how it's funny how nobody knew about the weekend until that one pop song last year and being in like the super bowl or whatever but like no one gave a shit about the weekend for like the longest time. And everyone just thought it was this like new band. It was just like, I don't know. It's just funny. I just kind of assumed like, cause I remember listening to his music back in like, he had his first singles like 2014, 2015 around then. 
and like all his shit was basically about like being too fucking high to actually do the emotional work to be able to be in a healthy relationship. Yeah, that sounds about right. That was pretty much the theme of every song. It was like, when I'm fucked up, that's the real me. Whatever that one. Uh, I can't feel my face when I'm with you. Yeah. Just all these songs. Yeah, it was all about like, ah. I think it even went back to like, oh, nine. Did it? Okay. I don't know. I think. But like, yeah, no, that was totally what. Mid 2010s was like, I think that's when he like really caught on. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, once like flashing lights or blinding lights came out that, which by the way, that song is a fucking bop, but, uh, yeah, that shit blew up like crazy. I mean, good for him for being able to play a stadium in 2022. Yeah, it was a pretty big show. It was fucking. That's why it took me so long to get back from uh, Whistleball. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I mean, anyone who can fucking sell a stadium in this day and age, man, that's fucking impressive. Well, I also don't know how filled it is, also. Um, Yeah, but even if he's booking his tours at, at. stadiums it means he knows he's a bigger draw than just an arena because what denver's got like the nuggets wherever they play that that holds concerts right yeah nuggets and avalanche play at the pepsi center yeah so like that probably holds somewhere in the area of 15 to twenty thousand versus what mile high fields uh, that's like probably 60 to 70. It's I don't know. Louder. I'm a big fucking, I'm like a big concert venue nerd. I found out. I was going to go to goose, the red rocks, dude. I want to go to red rocks so fucking badly. Yeah, it's great. Like it's a good time. And then actually in two weeks, I'm going to fish sticks. Is that like a fish cover band? No, it's, it's fish at Dick sporting goods field or stadium. Oh, okay. I'm actually pretty fucking excited. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not a fish guy at all, but, um, I'm a fan of the, what everyone's doing there. Just that whole environment. (laughs) Yo, the thing that's great about shit like that is like, yeah, as long as you're down for the vibe, the music will be just, just fine. Like I was just thinking about it and I'm like, I really want to see Umphreys McGee again. Uh, what is that? They're a jam band. Like we saw them at summer camp. They're like, you know, not as big as fish, but like pretty decent following. I think they're actually going to be here in town in like two weeks. So I'm going to look into that. But like, it's like we saw them at, at summer camp because they were on the stage uh, before the same stage as the guy we were there to see, Victor Wooten. But like, can you hear the, the crowd? Before, Yo, can you hear the crowd? I can hear background noise. 
that is a scary fucking sound. Like the distant like group cheer. Can you hear that? No. Air cricket. Is that chimney cricket over there? Is that the crowd noise? So, uh, yo, we got a segment. Another segment. Sweet. Killer Coaster of the Week. And this week's Killer Coaster is Mindbender at Galaxyland. It's a pretty bad one. It is a pretty bad one. I saw the photos, photos uh, Logan posted about the work being done to it. I hope it reopens. It seems like it will, but um, yeah, that's a good ride. But, you know, it's funny you should mention Logan and his visit to Galaxyland because I uh, I picked that killer coaster because of uh, Logan making his pilgrimage to Galaxy Land, which I'm really glad he was able to get back to a park. Yeah, for sure. Like, I'm so glad. And I'm also super glad because he actually sent us an audio trip report. Sweet. Yeah. So um, I'm going to go ahead and play it. So big shouts to our homie Logan. Go check out his podcast, Prairie Coasting. He uh, does a podcast all about Canada's theme parks and roller coasters and poutines. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, go go check him out. Big shouts. Huge shouts. This is like uh, Logan's like our our big our big champion since day one. So or at least early on. But anyway, thank you for sending this in, Logan. So let's uh, check out how his visit went. Hey y'all, it's your neighbor in the north, that guy from Saskatchewan, chiming in live from Galaxyland. I am at an amusement park for the first time in four fucking years for me, because I don't have a roller coaster within six hours of where I live. And the biggest one I have is currently down. Oh, shoot, one sec, auto sled's going on. Yeah, I'm really glad he got to go. Zaire Tivoli's, you gotta love them. I love my Tivoli's. Anyway, Mindbender has been down for the better part of two years, ran a little bit, summer of 2020, and it's been SBNO for over a year now. It uh, it's very much appears as though they have not touched it at all, hence the layer of dust all over everything, including the ladders that they brought out to work on the track. That being said, though, love has been put into it. There's new motors on the lift hill, as well as other parts scattered throughout. They have a whole little crate here, chilling with a bunch of new drive tires, so... Love is being put back into the ride. It's definitely going to reopen at some point. They're not going to, you know, leave it or all. But it very much just seems like they are waiting for parts, like the rumors. Um, that's what I'm getting from maintenance and the couple of park ops that I've chatted to. So that's cool to see. And then the other thing I want to just chime in with is the uh, overall retheme of the place. Hasbro is looking fantastic. It's got a new modern take on it and just has a lot more life. It's bringing an energy back into the park that this place is needed as it's been dead for the better part of 10 years now. And I don't know, I'm just really excited about this place's future. A little cautiously optimistic, I guess you could say, because of the whole stupid Triple Fives accusation with um, Dumb American Dream. That was a dumb decision. I'm a little worried about this place, but work's being put in. It's kind of shaping up. You can see the old Galaxy Land and the new Galaxy Land, but uh, 
I'm enjoying it here, and honestly, more importantly, I'm enjoying being back at a park. It's been weird to try and call myself an enthusiast, like, on the little verge there, because I don't have a coaster within six hours of me, and I haven't been on an actual park for four years, so getting back here, I definitely see how it's a thing, how so many people are loving this kind of hobby, and I'm just, I don't know, enjoying the little time that I got here, so that's all for me. I've been appreciating the new episodes and the entire Discord community. Y'all have been amazing, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Just uh, take care, eh? That was awesome. Nice. Yeah, that was good. Like, first, thank you, Logan, for sending that in. Um, again, go check out Prairie Coasting for more of that. Um, but secondly, like, I guess this is going to be our, our moment of uh, wholesome content, which thank you, Logan, for providing that. It is so awesome to hear him really getting, you know, reconnected with the hobby. Yeah, especially uh, in the location. So, yeah, I get it. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, it's been like, you know, we've been hanging with him in our Zoom calls for, shit, two years now. And uh, he, he fucking always... It's it's tough, I'm sure. He lives so far from a park. And so, man, it's so great to hear him be able to get back out to one. Uh, real huge bummer that uh, fucking Mindbender was down. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> but, um... Jeez. He's talking. But, well, hey, I'm guys. Glad, uh, hey, guys. I love y'all. <laughs> so I'm glad he uh, got to go. It's good to hear that the Hasbro theming is good. Little toy rides. I mean, hey, if it brings new life, like he was saying, that's good. You know? Yeah, I see. I totally forgot about the American Dream um, acquisition thing. Yeah, apparently that place is in rough shape. Yeah, I saw a uh, YouTube video about it. I think you and I probably saw the same one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it was a good video, but I was like, "Oh god, that place looks rough." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was pretty rough when we were there. God, that's why I mean, I've gone into well lengths about my experience there, but that was just it was super surreal and it just added to the kind of the the roughness of shell razor of just imagine like look at just the exterior and that same type of energy was put into the shittiness of shell razor which have made it absolutely like, terrifying <laughs> you know what yo, i mean like, i'm not gonna lie i still want to go oh totally if you ever have the opportunity you have to i really want to just because of how weird the whole thing looks Yo, you know who I really would love to see go to that place? Uh, Fucking John. Oh yeah, because it's like it's like the opposite of a dead mall, but it's like a future dead mall. It's like the prequel. Yeah, it's like a dying mall. Yeah, but it's almost like kind of like a zombie mall because it like didn't open for so long that it was under construction. Yeah. And then it finally did. 
dude, that place feels evil. Like it probably is what the, the Vegas meow wolf is trying to convey like that kind of energy. I feel like that mall does it on its own. Well, I mean, it's in New Jersey, <laughs> right? Right. And if so they're already if, off to a poor start, so who bought? So wait, so the company that owns American dream bought West Edmonton or the other way around. See, cause it kind of changed Cause if it's American dream that bought Edmonton, RIP, that, that just means that that company is just trying to like acquire, like they're probably, they probably know they're a sinking ship and they're just trying to like acquire assets to sort of stay afloat, you know? Yeah. I mean, it sucks to see that that whole company is in such rough shape, but yeah. I mean, opening a mall in 2019 or 2020, you know, but yeah, yeah. well, I, I, I don't know. A mall could be successful still, but not that kind of mall. Cause like that kind of mall is like very nineties. Just the idea of it. What if they turn it into like housing? Well, yeah, if they fucking did a mixed thing, like made it one of those like walkable shopping centers that mimics like a European shopping district, that would probably be pretty successful. Yeah. I mean, because what else do you do with that? Because it's, I mean, unless the construction is awful, which maybe it is, I don't know. Well, I mean, what, that fucking ski hill caught fire. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's why, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, so, because I was just thinking about this the other night. So I rode that really fucking high. So it was a little terrifying. I was just thinking, like, you know what's crazy? What made that ride intimidating was the fact that, like, so, you know, like, normally you have, like, a little bit of, like, let's say you have a little bit of, like, nervousness before the ride starts. But once it gets going, you're, like, good, you know? Yeah. So on that ride, it's like the opposite because the ride is so bad and then you hit the brakes and then you're like, oh, fuck, I have to go up a lift hill now on my back and do it again. <laughs> and there's no option to get out. You know what God, I mean? Like, yeah. And that's when that like the steepest drop in the world happens. Yeah. And you stop at the top for like 30 seconds. <laughs> oh, God. So then, like, think about every decision you've ever made in your life. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, so I'm just thinking about, like, okay, shitty, like, awful construction, awful construction. The ride was in storage for so long. They probably like the the whole like the famous quote, like, we're not roller coaster engineers. (laughs) (laughs) Was like, yeah, like, was in my mind. You know what I mean? So like, and then like the type of sitting, sitting up there going. So it's all been leading to this, huh? <laughs> so this is how it happens. <laughs> <laughs> so thinking about just like all of the like all of that and then of the roughness, it's like, God, this is gonna be another fucking mind bender incident. This is how it happens. Like that's the, what I thought about the whole ride. I'm like, this is how that sh- those accidents start. Like this is what <laughs> this is what causes it. It's like Man, I hate to be a downer, but this ride feels like a wheel's going to fall off and the entire train is going to smash into a support. <laughs> yeah. 
dude, the sound, it was like the sound of like men, it was like bending, not quite cr- cr- like cracking, but like straight, you know, this, you know, the sound of like just stressed metal. I don't know if you can like describe it, but no, there's like a specific sound to it. It just doesn't, it doesn't sound good. I mean, you're making me really not want to ever go there. <laughs> no, you need to ride it once. Yeah, but you're like, it's probably going to be Mindbender 2.0. I'm like, some credits ain't worth getting, you know? Yeah, and you fuck up your spine. Because you were like, you were like, the place feels evil. And immediately I'm like, all right, Dawn of the Dead. Because like, that's kind of what I thought of when I was watching that video of that place. Yeah, it's exactly that. Or it um, showed it. The video I saw showed people in there. Like it was fairly busy, but like nobody had purchases. They were all just kind of walking aimlessly. Yeah. And it's like, Oh my God, that's exactly Dawn of the dead. And then there's like NPCs on the fucking animal scooters rolling around the middle of the mall area. Dude, that was the <laughs> that was the creepiest thing I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> Cuz we're just like wandering the mall, we're just doing laps, and then we come across this like giant kind of open area and there's just like people on animals like rolling around. And it was so confusing because it's like, where are they coming from? Like, do you just get on one of these? Why is nobody getting off? It's just really weird. You ever seen those? Only in like videos of Japan. Yeah. Oh, no, I've seen them at like fucking Old Town in Florida. Oh, okay. That makes sense. But like, they don't let adults ride them. Which is good, because you know that that I it's not a, really a park, but like that thing has like actual street crossings, right? Yeah, that are already a nightmare because of the pedestrians. I can't imagine it would be better when you get all those people that are fucking drunk on a fucking panda bear with wheels. <laughs> Oh, I don't remember. That's the weird thing because they don't even make those like adult size, or if they do, they're not the ones that are available at these places. They all look like they're kid size, so like when adults are riding them, they look like fucking they're like the clown car, <laughs> like the crusty the clown does like the smaller bike, and then he does the loop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I sent you. I sent you a picture. The hell. Okay, that spider is fucking freaky. (laughs) Why is that even there? I don't know. (laughs) That's terrifying. (laughs) No, but this is this. This is this is my Facebook post when I went there. Um, the funny thing is, who Bestank was playing, like. It was such a perfect scene of just seeing okay, these wait. fuck. Which which song? Because that makes a huge difference. The reason. Oh my god! 
So it's just like this giant area where people are rolling around in these animals and then the giant balloon spider and then Hoobastank the reason is playing. And then like think about everything you know about the mall and just like the evil shit and all that stuff. Like it was a it was weird. It was a surreal experience. Dude, the more you're telling me about this place, I'm like like have people died there? Like what <laughs> I don't know. Dude, I do want to get to New Jersey, though. Well, like, I think I to me, it felt evil just like knowing the history of the place and knowing the history of the company and like, you know, the money flowing and probably all the times that like people got fired and then replaced and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> Yo, there's like some sort of hex on it or something. <laughs> Maybe it's just some bad juju or something. You should go though. You should just fly there for the weekend <laughs> before they close just it. There, yeah. Well, maybe. Although I, but think I can't sh- just go there. I gotta go to fucking Great Adventure. Yeah, that's a good weekend. And then also in New Jersey, I gotta go to the fucking the clerk's store. Where's that? I don't know. Wherever. It's in the middle of nowhere in New Jersey. Makes sense. But it's an actual fucking convenience store. And I think Kevin Smith actually owns it now. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, so like, fuck yeah, I want to go there and get a picture and buy a Coke and be assured that it's open. Do you, um, do you have like... Maybe get some chulies. Have you heard anything about the Casa Bonita stuff? No, what's going on with Casa Bonita? Oh, it's it's there's like a lot of crazy shit. I guess like they found the previous owner was just like has completely have completely neglected the building. So pretty much everything, all the like electrical and plumbing and shit's been replaced. I think they dumped like three times as much money into it as they thought or they planned on. Or they were planning on. Oh shit! But I think it's fine. And then so those soap papayas are about to be twenty seven dollars. Well, I want to know what they're doing for the menu. So the whole point was that you got in, like you. It was weird. You had to purchase a meal to get in, um, but the only option of the meal was like seventeen dollars, and it was so it, it was really weird. It would be like. You know, two tacos for like $12 or a burrito for $15, et cetera. So like there were different prices, but then once you got down there and you were sat at a table, you would you could raise your flag and you, they, you, they would bring you whatever you wanted. So if you wanted chips and salsa, that was free. If you wanted extra tacos, that was free. Um, here's the thing though. The food is so bad. It is terrible. Like we're talking like elementary school tacos and an enchilada that's literally microwaved. Oh boy. (laughs) And literally the only thing in the, in the margaritas are so weak. What was funny is like when we went there, we bought a round of margaritas. They were probably like 10 bucks a piece, eight bucks a piece. And, uh, my friends like pulls like the server over and she's like excuse me but 
I don't think there's any alcohol in this. And then the server's like, oh, yeah, we get that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So, and then, yeah, there was... And then, like, Boy. and then there's the fucking cliff dive, diving show, which was fucking amazing. I mean, relatively amazing considering where you were, but you know what I mean? Like, it was pretty cool. But yeah, the food sucks. So hopefully they do, like, good food or something, or they allow you to at least, like, go in and get a drink or something. I mean, couldn't you just bring a bottle of hot sauce with you? Yeah, but you could, but I don't even think it would make it taste good. Like, I can, I feel like I can eat almost anything, but this was like, I mean, I swear to God, one of the tacos was just a piece of American cheese, like a prepackaged craft single. And then the entire hard shell and like the completely flavorless chicken or beef or whatever it was, it was like dry hamburger. And it was just put into a microwave. Dude, a fucking craft single in a taco. That's the saddest thing I've ever fucking heard. Yo, even Taco Bell is not that fucking sad. No, Taco Bell is not sad. Taco Bell's fucking sad, dude. Bro, if the sour cream comes out of a goddamn cock gun, it's sad. It's just efficiency. Imagine the first guy to discover that he's like renovating his house. And then suddenly he like takes the cock gun. He like runs to the fridge and he like grabs a bottle of uh, the container of sour cream. And he's just like, he just like calls to his wife. It's like, oh my God, you got to get in here. Honey, come quick. Okay. (laughs) Close your eyes and open your mouth. No, no, no. I promise. No, no, no. It's only sour cream. I swear to God. No, 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 no. All right, fine. It's a cock gun with sour cream. Okay, here, look. That guy's I mean, a creeper. I mean, remember the cheesy Fiesta potatoes? And there's just that perfect dollop of cream cheese and like that almost like a Hershey kiss kind of texture and shape <laughs> for some reason. Okay, but then how come the beans also come out of a cock gun? (laughs) I'm sure the ground beef does too. Yo, is that lettuce coming out of a cock gun? Yeah, but just imagine like... Holy shit, that one's spitting out tortillas. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, wait, don't we have a new chicken breast on the menu? Yeah, let me go grab the cock gun. <laughs> Imagine all the like stoners that work there at like midnight, especially the ones that like we hung out at, hung out at using cock Dude, guns. Dude, I guarantee those locations are staffed exclusively by stoners and overworked moms. Yeah. There's nobody else working in those Taco Bells that we used to hang out at. But yeah, I can imagine it's like 2 a.m. And it's like, dude, what if we put fucking more sour cream on this chalupa? Hey, bro, pass the cock gun full of jalapeno slices. 
The real question is how come no theme parks use cock guns for their ingredients? I think the ketchup and I think there's a ketchup and mustard cock gun. Bro, that would be so fucking amazing to see. You're at like Cedar Point. They're like, you want ketchup and mustard? Uh, just mustard. Pew! Yeah, exactly. Stand back, sir. Official business. <laughs> we could have people on like roller skates rolling around with the cock guns. Yo, if they ever upgrade coasters drive in, that's what they need. He, you know what's fucked up? There was a time where jobs were allowed to have people on roller skates. For efficiency's sake? Yeah, like drive like uh drive-ins. Oh yeah, no, I mean what's really fucked up is thinking about the amount of people working those jobs who inadvertently like rolled their fucking ankles. Yeah. <laughs> or just drop like you trip, you drop food, you get fired, it probably comes up they probably took it out of your paycheck. You're like, God damn it, there was a fucking piece of broken glass in the parking lot. <laughs> Yeah, your boss is a dick. Yeah. They're like, well, if you swept up the parking lot like I asked you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. I don't even know. So there's a Sonic by me, but I've never been there. And I don't remember people on roller skates. They don't have roller skates at Sonic. Oh, okay. That's what I okay, that's what I thought. For some reason I thought maybe they did. I don't think they'll even give you window service at your car. Yeah, that makes sense. There is a place here in Chicago that will called Superdog. But like I never want to do it cuz I'm afraid it'll end up like fucking National Lampoon's Vacation. And they put the tray on the window and the whole thing just shatters. <laughs> oh god that movie's so fucking funny yeah the um what what's your favorite vacation movie um probably vacation the original one right yeah yeah that one's good it was a big epic movie poster i like but i really do like uh christmas vacation a lot yeah, that's still I enjoy that like once a year. Holy shit, there is like those like uh beams, those light beams coming from the stadium. Damn, they got some real production over there. I wonder if that means the concert is over. Yeah, the house lights are on. Everybody go the hell home. Fucking um shit, I'm high. We got derailed and I don't know what the fuck we were about to talk about. Derailed. Like American Dreams, Shellraiser. In 2025. <laughs> Shit. I'm talking like probably this year. I mean, I won't say oh. that. That's that's. New. Yeah, Zach, you should go check it out. And also, before you go, make sure you, uh, you know, make sure you have a will and probably take out a life insurance policy. Pre-schedule a chiropractor appointment. Yeah, and also, like, don't miss your blood pressure medication. 
Have you ever ridden All a I'm ride? All I'm saying is Godspeed. Have you ever ridden a what's what's a ride that you've ridden where that you distinctly remember was either so painful or so so forceful or like you were blacking out or you're gonna puke or you thought the ride was gonna derail ever, even as like a you kid. Know, honestly, fucking riding the beast a year or two ago at night during Halloween fucking thing was hauling. Unfortunately, all that means is that it just feels like it's going to tear itself apart. And I like, I guess that's the appeal of that ride. But at the same time, it's like, do something. You know what I mean? It's like, Oh wow. If we weren't, if we were doing anything, but like a really stretched out, banked turn that kind of just follows the curvature of the ground this would be really fucking exciting because <laughs> like it felt so fucking fast but it, it's like then you get to that goddamn helix and it's it i feel like that's almost a moment like if you've been on that ride before that's almost like that shell razor moment you described where you're like going up that lift hill and you're like, God damn it. <laughs> Why did I do this? Yeah, that's fair. But it's good. But it's actually okay at night. I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's better at night. If only I could have been a hippie doing acid in, in the seventies, riding the beast. Listening Whoa, to Grateful man. Dead. But do you think that those people would have been riding the beast? I'm sure a few did. They like, they like. You mean the van, right? Because we call it the beast. I don't know, man. I don't fucking know. You got any travel plans for the rest of the year before our Dollywood meetup? I don't. Um. I might ride Defiance in like a week or two. What's that? The uh, Gerslauer at Glenwood Caverns. Oh, nice. But yeah, that's about it. Nothing yeah, really. Shit, I need a new washer dryer. Like <laughs> oh, that sucks. Anyway, sorry, what were you saying? Uh, that fucking ride looks like it's what, like 20 seconds long. Yeah, pretty much. It's like three or four like moves, pretty much. I wouldn't say elements, but like moves. So it's just like a drop. You have a, I think it's like a diving loop or something. And then they're like, no, 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 no. Hold on. You're omitting things. There's a drop. Oh, first there's a lift hill. <laughs> yeah. Then there's a drop. Then there's a pullout from the drop. Then there's an entrance to the dive loop. And then technically it's half a corkscrew into half a loop. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like a little, it's like the first half of a uh, Thunderbolt. Okay. It's the best way I can describe it. So do you think that being on the side of the mountains 
going to add anything to it? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it will. I'm sure it's cool when I'm sure it's cool when you're there. Yeah, yeah, like probably like when you're at the park, especially getting onto the ride, you can see the view, look at where it's going. Yeah. It's probably oh shit. Cuz everything at that park has a really quite an effect when you're actually up at that elevation. You're like, "Oh my god." <laughs> Dude, this beam of light is insane. It's like a, it's like a UFO abduction. Well, if this is the last episode uh, that you're ever on, then we know what happened. I, for one, welcome our new overlords. Dude, if I was, like, out here on, like, a a weekend. Oh, man, I missed the fuck. What if you were out there? But if that happened, I'd be like, holy fuck. I'd be like, yeah, 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 this fucking drunk motherfucker. What if you were out there knocking back beers and then you were like, yeah, a bear walked through my lawn. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. You texted me a picture of the light beam. It's like the fucking Luxor is down the street from your house. Yeah, it's nuts. Well, speaking of Vegas, somehow luck was on my side and I managed to cop two tickets to Adele for face value. Yeah, you were saying those the prices went up. Yo, the lowest any fucking site has them for is seven hundred goddamn dollars per ticket. Damn. So your boy got them for face value, which was about ninety apiece. Not cheap, but certainly not seven hundred. Yeah, that's like a flight somewhere. Yeah, dude. And we're talking, we got the like upper balcony or mezzanine, whatever. Yeah. So it's like, those are the cheap seats. So as far as concerts go, an interesting thing has been happening. There's been rifts between people at Red Rocks. I've noticed complaining about like where someone will be sitting And they'll complain to the people in front of them for standing. Despite. The fuck is that? Despite like everyone standing at Red Rocks. Well, yeah, it's a concert. Yeah. And I guess like people get become like dicks about it. Or the. Wait, are there assigned seats at that venue? No, it's just there's row. You can just get the first couple rows assigned. Um, You can get a back area. And then there's just general admission. Okay, yeah. So if that's the case, if you want to sit, that's what the back area is for. Well, I think the front is actually like, yeah, the front is where most people sit. And that's like emergency or handicap access and stuff. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. But the way it's set well, up is know. the way it's set up is like it's basically um, there's a concrete section and then there's a wooden there's like a wooden bench. So it's kind of like large ledges that are not super wide, but it's like more than a stair. Like where you could stand maybe like two people front to back comfortably. But it's the okay. way it's but the way it's set up is that you're supposed to be like pretty you're supposed to be single file. 
So you're always just next to somebody. So then people will like walk in just like in front of you thinking it's just like, you know what I mean? So that's annoying. They'll snipe spots. Oh, that's bullshit. But a Metallica accounts, as you're saying at the arenas, does anybody stand? Do they have rows that aren't seats? Yeah, dude, they'll have the floor. Oh, okay. It's like, yeah, dude, there's always a floor at, like, Metallica. So, yeah, like, people in the bowls, you know, a lower bowl or up Well, seemingly seemed like people in the lower bowl would stand more, but the upper bowl, not so much. Yeah. But then, obviously, everybody on the floor is standing. Yo, that was a weird thing about talking about concerts, man. See Metallica, Lollapalooza. Like, they were great, as always, but, like, I lost my goddamn mind during the first song because I was so hyped, and I, like, started moshing, which I never really do, but, like, I don't know. It's fucking Metallica. Yeah. Um, But, like, nobody else was moving anywhere near us. There was, like, a circle pit maybe 20 feet away, which, of course always gonna happen but then we moved back later on and like yeah we had a good view of the whole crowd and it was like just very dead huh yeah people were like watching it like it was fucking Shakespeare in the park or some shit (laughs) did you um isn't there like some documentary out about Woodstock 99 yeah I think there's a new one on HBO or something okay which um, I'll I'll plug a podcast that I'm a big fan of, uh, Podcast Ninety Nine. If you're interested in Woodstock Ninety Nine and all, they are like the definitive podcast about Woodstock Ninety Nine. They've been over for like two years though. Yeah. They did like a full episode about every single artist's performance at Woodstock Ninety Nine. Plus, they did a bunch of other ones where they interviewed people who were there oh, okay. in different capacities. Yeah. So it's like, where else do you go from there? Sure. But if you're interested in Woodstock 99, those those dudes have a good podcast. So what was the consensus on like the ride starting? I mean, the fire, well, is a big culmination of things. A, Limp Biscuit carries way too much blame because they played on Saturday and all the fires and all that shit happened on Sunday. Yeah. Um, but part of the problem, there's a few base level problems, put them that way. So base level problem one, um, the fucking festival was on a airfield. Yeah. And the stages, the two stages were approximately a mile apart, separated by fucking tarmac. Now, base problem number two, and organizers had no control over this, but it happened to be a goddamn swelter that weekend, mm-hmm. like 109 degrees. Uh, base factor number three, fucking absolute terrible bathroom conditions and shower conditions. So like 
the reports are the porta potties were full and unusable uh Friday night and the showers had like several inches of standing water in them and uh the the porta potties got so fucked up that like shit flew out that flew out like streamed out and people mistook it for mud and so there was people like covered in fucking shit mud. Um, base problem number five. Fucking vendors had to charge absorbent amounts for things like water. And it actually caused this kind of weird scarcity thing where the beer ended up being either the same price as water or actually cheaper than water. And so a lot of people were drinking beer instead of water. And then of course, just the extremely aggro vibes by pretty much every musical act there. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I guess I can see that's why like, I don't do festivals like that, but that one just seeing like how quick things can descend. Well, I mean, I don't, I think the way that they're organized now takes that into account. Right. But there's still a lot of like, there's that one in Georgia that deserted like thousands of people in a, oh, ba- yeah, in a swamp world. with like snakes and shit. And, like all their tents were flooded and underwater and <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I guess that's kind of a risk if you set them up in areas that are, like, prone to weather, you know? And then the Firefest. Yeah, but that was completely different. Because, honestly, anybody who thought they were actually getting a flight, accommodations... And a ticket to a music festival for 500 bucks. I mean, come on. Yeah, I was going to say, I remember like the festival, it really wasn't that expensive. Yeah, they were. That's the thing is like, yes, there were people who put up lots of money for like the more pricey experiences, but I think a, a big amount of the fraud was to people who put up 500 bucks expecting that, oh, this says it'll give me a flight and accommodations, and a ticket to a music festival. When if you look at any other festivals that are that caliber with like the type of talent they were announcing, 500 bucks is like the fucking ticket cost. So, oh, and it said food too. So it's like, yeah, all of that for 500 bucks? Sure. That's like if if we were to promise like with our meetup that we'd have ERT for the whole day at Dollywood. We should do that. Over promise and under, under deliver, you know, the old saying. Yeah. We can make like fake promos for the event, make it seem like it's going to be like Hollywood nights, but at Dollywood in, in uh, <laughs> November, we sell a bunch of tickets to it. No, actually, and then we just, it would be and then we just bounce. Like if- it would just fucking bounce. <laughs> it'd be more like if we sold a bunch of tickets to that event and then purposefully started a forest fire the weekend before. (laughs) 
Yeah. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> because then you can use the insur- invent- event insurance or whatever to get your money back. Yep. And then we'll pull the old, uh, we still got your fucking money. Which park in the United States do you think has the worst refund policy? Okay. Let's be clear here. I'm pretty sure there's no park in the USA with a refund policy, at least in terms of admission. The policy is usually, uh, if the ticket was scanned, it's that's it. Well, you know what I find kind of funny is like, um, people talk about, <clears throat> ah, I lost my train of thought. Oh, we were talking about, re- yeah. yeah. So, um, <laughs> sorry. The, yeah. So at Mount Olympus, remember when we used to read Mount Olympus reviews? Yeah. But remember in a lot of them, it actually said that they were able to, they got a refund, like no problem. Maybe Mount Olympus is the best refund policy in the industry because they're they're like they're just laughing. They're like, "Dude, we're we're making so much fucking money." Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> Yo, hey, I think uh, I think it's about time we call this one. Yeah, it's pretty late. Yeah, I feel myself getting tired, and also I see we're past the two hour mark. But I think what we do need to do is uh, we should record a bonus episode soon. And also, um, I don't know what you're up to this weekend, but we should probably have our Patreon hang. Um, let me, yeah, let me check what's going on this weekend. For sure. Otherwise, so, hint, hint for all of you uh, patrons. <laughs> Otherwise, I mean, realistically, Monday or Tuesday would probably be fine for sure well we'll figure that out get get on the discord that's the thing that's where all the info's at and um come to the meetup in november november 11th through the 14th it's a whole weekend that's a friday saturday sunday Sunday is Dollywood, saturday is some of the area attractions and we'll be recording a live podcast at the cabin uh, like I said, cabin is booked up, but the meetup is open to everyone as well as hanging out at the cabin. Got a lot of fun planned there. Um, I've been doing the Patreon list for a while. Do you want to do it this week, Ben? Sure. Where is it at? At the bottom of the rundown. <clears throat> Perfect. Apologize for pronunciations despite knowing all of your names. Uh, Lunaris, we got Luke, AJ Zero, Ryan Delaney, Michael Flynn, Tyler Ray, Samuel Jacobson, Brian Cosson, Dave Coaster Talk, No BS Own, Keith Iorio, Coaster Ferg, David Skelton, Danny and Raff- Rafferty, Sean Brookheiser, Nathan, S- <laughs> Nathan Slater, Luann Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Naked Slater, Luann Lewis, Mikey Mayo, <laughs> Michael Muldoon, Tristan Cox, Stefan Feinbaum, Daniel Puckett, Nathan Hart, Jonathan Hawkins, Jared Mullen, <clears throat> Ryan Shoemaker. 
Thank you all so much. Uh, we really appreciate it. Those of you that'll be at Dollywood, uh, we're gonna we're working extra hard to make it a super fun event, especially for you guys. So, um, you know, we're trying our best to give back to the community that so graciously gives to us um, in the f- best and most appropriate and fun way we possibly can think of. And that's to fucking throw parties and meetups. Hell yeah. So, but thank you. Thank you all so much for fucking being awesome. We're going to hang with all of you soon. Uh, we'll post all the deets in the discord. Which, if you're not on the Discord, definitely join up. All of uh, all the Your Favorite Coaster Sucks content is there. Uh, you can interact with us, because we're on there. You can interact with a bunch of our friends, because we got a cool community there. And, uh, you know, Logan mentioned it in uh, his trip report. He's, uh, he's, he's of awesome, fun part of our discord he's always posting about sporting events he goes to and the different hands of poutine he tries you know and he posted some great pictures of his visit to galaxy land we got a bunch of good conversations going in there so uh join up with us on discord um fucking call us up we got a uh, you know uh lance left us a voicemail a, a bit ago so you know we uh fucking five raw five la 312-572-9552. 5 raw 5 la Yeah, that's uh, officially our complaint line. So call in, lodge a complaint, or just leave a voicemail, whatever. We'll play your message. Um, or you can record uh, audio like Logan did, like on your phone, and email it to us at yourfavoritecoastersucks at gmail.com. Yeah, especially at the so, park. Those are... Those are always way more interesting than I would expect. Yeah, those like live trip reports, the live reactions, those are those are good. That's real good. Um, so if you guys are out at the parks, grab some audio, send it in, you know. Um, totally original idea, unlike any other podcast you might have heard this on. Um, shit, you got anything else? We got through all the boring shit. Um... I don't know if there is anything currently happening immediate future. I can't think of anything coaster wise. Nothing huge yet. I mean, yeah, a couple of weeks out from D23, about three. Oh, that's right. You guys are going, right? Yeah. 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 We, we registered to try and get into the parks panel on Sunday morning. And if we do, I'll try to get some audio. Is that where uh, people boo the CEO? No, I don't think they're not going to have JPEG do the parks panel. It's going to be Josh tomorrow. It's probably a good thing. Yeah, because then that's exactly why. If anything, they'll probably have like a prepared video statement from JPEG. Fucking rude. Wow. <laughs> God damn, are we that bad? <laughs> Alright, anyway. Um fuck it. I say let's bounce. Alrighty.
Alright, well, uh, this has been fun, man. Thanks so much for listening, y'all. And until next time, your, your favorite, favorite coaster, coaster sucks. sucks. Yeah.